What is up, everybody? This is the DNVR Raps podcast, and we're going live after that disappointing lo- loss. It feels like loss. Disappointing draw to uh, Nashville SC, man. And uh, here joining me, that beautiful laugh that you just heard on the other end, is uh, Mr. Dwayne Brown. How you doing? I am disappointed, man. <laughs> They're good things, like good things to talk about. Uh but it's hard to escape that ending. You want to start with that? Like, you want to start positive and then go up and go down, or do you want to go to start down and then head up a little bit more? <sighs> Let's just deal with the elephant in the room, and then. Oh, we'll... you want to talk about the big thing right away? The. Yeah, let's just get to the the bad news and then get to the good news. So, real quick, game recap. Just do, yeah, a quick recap. A quick little recap just off the top so people are aware of what's going on. The Rapids draw 1-1 against Nashville SC. The game was pretty even for the most part, in my opinion. Rapids had a few opportunities here and there. And then they get a known goal from Chad Moore in the second half, where I was like, that's the most Rapids way to start the, the score sheet at home, right? A known goal. That was hilarious. And then... The Rapids kind of just kept control of the game for the next 30 minutes after the goal until Jonathan Lewis, alone in the box after a horrible corner by Nashville, touches it with his hand, complains, protests that it's not a hand. Clear as day, he grabs it with his hand, and Nashville gets a penalty, ties it up, and that basically ends the game, right? It was around the 88th minute where all that goes down right at the end. And first thing that comes to my head after seeing that penalty is, what the hell was Jonathan Lewis thinking? Like, what the hell are you doing in that situation where you let the ball, you just, you know you're not supposed to make any mistakes, nobody's around you, and you reach out and the ball just laps against the palm of your hand. What are you doing? Yeah, it looked like he almost uppercutted it. (laughs) <laughs> the way he brought his arm up it's uh I, it's it's unfathomable <laughs> like watch it i went back and watched it like three or four times and every time you just keep your hands down like it gets worse every time you watch to, it right yeah it's just to throw your hand up that like crazy it's i don't i i cannot wrap my head around it i don't know why anyone would throw their hand up in the box when the ball i mean it was wide open too like the ball was clearing out on its own like he there was so much space um just didn't even need to be near it just let it go what was your like what was your thought when the ball just kind of stopped through the play? Be- oh, you weren't there, right? You were walking. Yeah, I was car. walking back to my car so I can get back for the show. <laughs> so, and it's, I don't know if you saw on the replay, but he touches with his hand. Ref doesn't call it. Play continues. Everybody's going nuts on the commentary teams, at least from my end, saying, how do you not call that? most obvious hand in the world like you have to call that like and then jonathan lewis keeps running he gets about the halfway mark and then they blow the whistle and it's like 
all right, we're going to review this for a penalty. You could feel the air from that stadium just vanish immediately. It, man, it was it was really bad. I don't know what Jonathan Lewis is thinking. That's not my guy that I put, bring out the sub. That's not even in my 18 kind of guy at this point. Uh, Jonathan Lewis is what it is. Like We're not going to see anything different from him, and I don't think it's good. I don't think he was good enough to stay with the squad, if I'm completely honest. But it just it's kind of one of those things that I don't think he fits into what the rotation and what the Rapids are trying to do because of boneheaded moves like this. It's a bad look, man. It's a bad look, you know, and I'm I'm one of the ones that was hoping for a Jonathan Lewis revival uh, back to, you know, his first two years with the club. Um, you know, preseason looked good, uh, you know, scoring some goals and getting some good plays in a preseason from the recaps that we read and the highlights that we watched. But um, – you know the uh, the comments are saying it over and over, uh, which I said as well. There was just so much space around him, like didn't even need to be near the ball, and instead throws his hand up over like he like he wanted to answer the question. Who wants to blow the game? I do, and it's just. Uh, it's I don't like I said it's on I, I will never be able to explain that one to anyone ever it yeah. just doesn't make any sense man it was a weird one for sure and Mahai Gunner makes a good point and that's something we were talking about it wouldn't have been such an issue had we finished one or two chances we had in the second half I completely agree and I'm not saying that we have to take any onus from them like take any responsibility from Omir, from Calvin, from Cole, and all those guys up front who didn't finish Rafa. We don't take away from any of that. Like, they should have finished. But it's also, you played good enough to win this game, even though you didn't get that goal from your striker, from anybody on your team. You played good enough to win. Nashville was, their back was against the wall, and you literally just handed them the draw. Because Nashville stopped being dangerous in the box. They were dangerous for the first 20 minutes of the game. And then at the very end, in the last five minutes, you literally hand them a draw. It's not acceptable. 100%. You know, I mean, don't worry. We'll get to the to the finishing problem. <laughs> we got a lot of show left, and there's a lot of talk to be had about finishing, which was uh, just as frustrating for me as that handball. Um, and, and we can go through some of them. But yeah. Yeah, and uh, we'll go into that a little bit. First, I want to start off uh, talking about subs, uh, and we'll kind of work our way down that way. I think that'll be, like, the best and the funnest part to do it, the funnest way to do it. It's, um, we go into the subs. Yappy comes in, and I think Yappy does a great job. And Yappy and Omir are the ones that come in with Jay Lee, right? So he's just three. Uh, I thought Omir and Yappy looked great. I, I thought, thought they, they were, looked excellent. Omir especially. Man, awesome. Mitch texted us in our little group chat. And he's like, yo, man, Yaya's, Yaya's Omir agenda is hitting. And I'm like, yo, he's a dog, dude. Omir has that dog in him the whole way. I uh, I thought him and Yappy really flipped the whole game offensively as soon as they came in. I don't know if it was fresh legs against very tired Nashville legs who are, um, who are coming off like a very congested schedule playing every three days 
while practicing, while traveling back and forth for the champions. But they came in, and Yappy had a real, some really good opportunities uh, on the wing. And I was really excited to see what else he could do. Um, and then Omir, right? Omir had that great shot. Uh, oh, here we got Mitch, baby. Mitch Carroll. Uh, what do we call him? Mitch Presser Carroll? Wow. What a Mitch, uh, Mitch hero pulling dudes out of flipped over cars, Carol. That was so nuts, dude. That's a whole nother segment. <laughs> That's a whole we could do. I a don't whole even I don't know what that. happened there. I didn't even know I don't even know about the story. So you gotta Mitch pulled a guy out of a, a car that crashed and flipped over today. Oh Mitch Hero. Damn, Mitch Hero Carol's on He's a, a Colorado hero. What's let's they should have uh, honored him at halftime today. Look. I'm just I'm just one man doing what I can to, to help out. Um, Real quick, now that Mitch is here, please drop a like. Give us all the likes in the world, please. There's nice to be rolling with. I understand if you didn't guys. like it because I wasn't here, but now that I am, go ahead. Now hit that the full like. squad is here, so now you can give us the approval that we need. Please do that to us, um, guys. I missed about ten minutes on my drive home. What's uh, how are we feeling? Uh, so we talked about J Lo already. We, we tried to cover. Back. We tried to get the worst part out of the way, so we could look. Talk but about I mean, just different things. Georgie was so mad about it, um, so mad, and I understand because that ball's not being played. There's no advantage from the handball because no one else is going to get that ball, regardless. That's J Lou's ball. It doesn't impact the play one way or the other. Um, yeah, we can get into that press conferencing in a little bit, Jared. It was nothing. Um, the uh, so I I understand why Armis would be mad, and I understand why Georgie would be mad because generally a handball penalty is like denying a goal, right? Like it's 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 into a player in a crowd of players. Um, this one was not that. It was clearly a play that was over. It was going to be the Rapids ball. They were going to start playing out of the back. So I, I understand why they were so upset, but everyone that saw that was calling handball, right? Like there was no – that was a no-doubter. No-doubter handball. In the age of VAR, it's going to get called back 10 out of 10. It's Always. too clear, too many eyes on it at this point. It's why are you fighting it? Why are you complaining about it? I was shocked it went to VAR, honestly. Like yeah. – it was so obvious to me. Um, so, yeah. Um, maybe going – I mean, do you guys want to jump into the press conference? Um, yeah, and then we'll get back to where we got, where we were at. So. Where were you? We can go we're, there. We're, no, no. We're, let's jump into the press conference, and then sure. we'll kind of lead off into that where we were at. Yeah, uh, so mm-hmm. we talked to Georgie, and we talked to Coach. Uh, Georgie first. Um, you saw – I think – you know, I don't know if you guys talked about Georgie yet, just the way he played tonight, but he was so in control. Um, you can kind of see him doing, you know, usually what you see center backs and keepers doing, right? Like he's 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 keeping everybody in line. He's pointing, he's directing, he's yelling um, in a good way, in a positive way. Um, he was just in the right position all night. He seemed so mad that they didn't score and yet so confident in the way they're playing. In a way that I'm not really sure I've seen. I mean, number one, I think this is the best player I've seen in my – this is my third season now covering the team. This is the best player I've seen. I don't know how you guys feel about that. On the team? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, by by leaps and bounds. The only one that I compared to was Rubio, I think. 
I mean, Rubio, when he was at his peak, was yeah. as hot as anybody ever, but he never showed a fraction of the skill we see. Maybe not a fraction. He showed a lot. But Georgie, we're gonna see some we're gonna see some stuff from Georgie. Like I I I really loved every minute he was out there. And to speak to Brennan's comment there, why do you take Georgie off for Jonathan Lewis of any player? That's I was ready for Lawfelson to come in for Georgie. For defensive right? can, for de- more of a defensive, keep, yeah. You can keep Ollie up. You can keep Cole up. They can keep doing their offensive thing, and you just have another person back there. What? What does What does Lewis bring you up one nothing, salting out a lead? What? Well, I, I I I'm racking my brain for it, and I don't understand where it came from. Yeah, and that's exactly what me and Dewey are talking about. Like that's what the two looks. Well, that's what the two looks bad right now. Like it looks horrible, but it kind of looked back when bad when it happened, right? It from the very beginning, nobody really thought Jaylee should have should have even been on the team in my opinion to start the season yeah and i don't think any of us expected him to be right in exactly. like november i think when we were talking about well, what are we going to see from this team lewis is gone right um i wanted to ask specifically about that substitution um it didn't i but i used my my question with coach on how do you you like how do you approach a talk like that. And I, I had the same question in that Houston game last year with Robin Frazier, right? That very, very late equalizer where you think you have a win, the crowd's going crazy. Everyone's like, all right, we're turning it around. This is happening. How do you approach that? Right? Because it's not just the players that are going to be emotionally mm-hmm. changed with that. Right. It's also, I mean, he's as invested as anybody. Right. And so to have to, get your feelings and emotions and stresses sorted out and then turn around and help them get through it in the locker room is so interesting to me. It's such like a, how do, how is this coach going to make this adjust? You know, how do you rack all that up, figure it out what you're going to say? Um, it was, it was basically Robin Frazier 2.0 though. Overall, we're doing great. We're going to score. Sucks we didn't get points. They we heard that. For, we yeah. just heard that for two straight years. So, I mean, you know. but what are you supposed to say, right? As a coach, like you're supposed to keep team morale high, keep their fans invested, and there's only so much you can do as a brand new head coach to right. kind of win the guys over. You you don't have that rapport with them yet, where you could just be like, "Hey, this wasn't good enough." Right, 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 and that's kind of why I usually don't go to the press conference, honestly, because. Did that add anything to what we're we're gonna say here tonight? Does that really help anybody? You know, I thought the majority, the majority part. Yeah, well, he was. I mean, I think those two Omir almost goals, right, mm-hmm. were what really got him. I really think that's what had Georgie um, frustrated. Right, Yappy came in, made a huge, huge presence. Um, Omir, same thing. I liked all the subs except for the Lewis sub. I mean, I thought every, I thought it was really smart moves across the board except for the Lewis sub. So well, um, now we're caught up to where we were actually. It okay, literally cool. where we. Cool, cool, cool. So we just kind of recap the press. Good. This is perfect. So good. Incredible work by Mitch. Um, um, thank you. Yeah, live from the presser. Um, it was kind of funny to the presser. So it's a new security comp. Like security is not the same as last year. The same people are, aren't 
doing security. So we get to our usual. It's down on that second story above, below the bridge, above North Boundary. You just go in right there. It's like the first door. Once you go inside the tunnel, it's right there. Like the wall's right there. Like we know right where we're going. Security says no. So we have to go up and around through the upper, down to the player's entrance, basically. And we're supposed to walk. Like that's where the visitor's locker room is and the way into the home locker room. So we can't go down that hall, right? So that security's yelling at us. And so then it's like, okay, whatever. And so we have to go back up and around and in. And that guy just finally lets us in. And like, sure, was it annoying? Yes. Did it cost anybody any time? No, we were all 10 minutes early to the presser, at least. So whatever is a big drama, it wasn't. Uh, it was fine. We were all fine. Everything was fine. <laughs> It was no one's fault. It was a new company first night. I'm sure next week, if it's a problem, it'll be a problem, but it's fine. It's yeah, all fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> it, was, it was all fine. You guys are okay. That's all. Right. Yes. Um, man, our guy RG was out there at the game tonight on a little side presser note. Uh, so we're going to have a ton of cool pictures we can play around with and post from the game and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. Really cool. good pictures as well. Yeah. Um, okay. So now we're, since we're caught up, we were, we yeah. were talking about like how much of a difference uh, Omir and Yappy actually made as soon as they came in. You could saw we were just talking about how the offense are completely different, completely switched up. When Yappy was running towards that left, and Omir had the right, and Cole was more of a striker kind of ten, kind of weird like a false nine, kind of weird role that he was playing, and just how the offense looked a lot more dynamic at that point. Yeah, yeah. Look, I I think I kind of saw it in the um in the comments earlier, but. It does feel like they need like that kind of McTominay-esque. He's a midfielder, but not really. He's like a midfielder yeah. defensively, striker offensively kind of player yeah. to play next to Rafa because when Cole kind of slid up into that and you put those dynamic guys out on the wing, it really clicked. Like there was some – like, again, they didn't score, so I guess you can't say it really worked because they didn't score, but it the process was right, right? Like it was encouraging enough – offensively i think Dwayne said they spent more time in the box today than they did all of last year is that right Dwayne? <laughs> based on zero stats but just as a fan watching i've never seen the rapids spend that much time away from me uh in the first half sitting in 123 uh, i'm used to seeing them defend a lot and i was like oh there they are Way down there, <laughs> which good, was man. fun. It was super fun. I mean, yeah, um, it really did feel like the Rapids controlled the, the most most of this game. Honestly, it felt like they had everything going their way except for like score scoring, which is needed to win. But they got lucky off that Shaq Mora uh, own goal, and they should have won this game. They should have, especially. I don't know if you guys mentioned him, but I thought Zach Steffen was outstanding tonight. Oh, those two shots. He was played great nails. He wasn't tested a lot, but when he was asked to like do something, he came up clutch. Bombi and Max, who in front of him were both great. Keegan rebounded well. Um, I don't know if you guys remember our game from last year where I made you guess who had the highest game score. Yeah, Um, we did multiple votes. Have you? Have you guys looked? I have not. Who do you think was, and you can and you can guess in the chat too. Who do you think uh, score had the highest game grade? I use Fop Mob on these. 
Um, but I'm sure they're all pretty much about the same. Who do you think graded out the highest? And maybe say why, if you have that. I've so, narrowed it down to two. Okay, well, go, ahead, go ahead. What, do you want me to say both? Yeah. Uh, Georgie or Ollie Laraz? I'm Who'd you say? say? Ollie or Georgie? Yeah. Uh-huh. Incorrect. I'm going to say okay. it was either Zach or Bombi. Uh, Zach, I think that giving up that penalty dropped him a little too far. Um, Bombi was close. Sammy Vines, grades out was 7-7. He did have a really good game. He had a great he had- game in possession. Um, and then Bombi and Ollie graded out a 7-6. Georgie with a, honestly one of the lowest scores out there. Uh, only lower was was Rafa. Um, what did Georgie get? A 6-3. I think it's just because he tried stuff. Yep. He, he was out there just trying stuff. Yep. Yeah. He tried stuff. He was actually think- trying to get the ball forward, trying to. He was trying to yeah, get and a lot of a lot of long balls for for goal kicks and 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 stuff like that. Yeah, um, so it drops. Statistically, uh, if you look at the stats, it's not the greatest. But looking at it, it's if you look at the game too, just kind of like yeah, it. film will disagree with that yeah, for sure. Sam, Sam, especially early, was really good at breaking that um, breaking that that line and and you know progressive carries. I think mm-hmm. are, are probably I haven't dug into his his game. What was Omir playing? Let me get into subs. Omir was only a six again. I don't even know if he got a foot on some of those chances, so it's tough to yeah. say. You know, I don't know. I don't know I was, what his shots on goals look like. I was wondering more for like because he did have that like one shot uh, shot block, but like he, he only had .09 xg, so it's tough to say yeah. that you know uh, he didn't you know one shot on target, but unlikely to make. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I I do I love Omir. I'd love to give him a shot starting for Calvin. Why not? Right, I mean, the energy was good. He knew, he knew right where to be. He even slid in and let Yappy go wide right a couple times. I don't know if you guys saw yeah. that. I loved that from him. Um, very dynamic the way he can move for like very fluid. He was also defending. He turned. He became like an eight at, at a certain point too, and was letting Keegan run that wing, and he was dropping back into that right back. He just did so much in that little time he had. That it's impressive, and he clearly knows the system because he comes from a Red Bull system. He comes from this where he where he learned his soccer from, right? So he knows exactly what Armas wants of him. So he's running exactly where he needs to be. Yeah, and then Bombi, Bombi, and Ollie both graded right below Sammy, which I thought was the eye test too. I thought Bombi, I mean, Bombi was, was everywhere. Tonight. He was everywhere, everywhere. I kind of regret not taking him over Nate Jones at this point, if I'm honest. That was a crazy pick. <laughs> it was crazy, but I'm sticking with it. But it's damn, Bombi, dude, Bombi, Bombi's been my guy, and it just sucks. Uh, yeah, Bombi's, you, Bombi's the truth, dude. I have him. I have him penciled in as a starter for Canada. Dude, how high he was getting on some of those? They had the same set piece like three times, right from about like 35, 33 yards out. Uh, on that right side, and he would get a full shoulders and head of above everybody. Um, and then obviously he can just run all day. Uh, that's where well, he he saved the game. Literally, like I mean, literally, like literally saved the game from a shot. And somebody was Aiden was just saying Bobby hyping up the crowd after he saved that. He ran over to C thirty eight. 
and just he just gave the you know what I call the Josh Allen flex, you know, just the uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was man, dude, if you're down on that end of the field, you were freaking pumped like immediately. It does um, feel like the team wants the fans and like they would like even a go rapid chant going into the stadium that was really loud. For sure. Stadium yeah. was good. Stadium was good tonight. Crowd was great. Dude, C thirty eight was on it tonight like they were so loud um i mean they just brought it and they were consistent like there was no dead times uh they i was impressed they looked great tonight too so i kind of want to let Dwayne cook on that a little bit because he's like in the fan section how was the atmosphere out there besides just c38 i know the the jonah tifa was great and all that that they did but like how was it <sighs> out there I, I mean, it was good. I mean, it, the TIFO, oh, my gosh, we didn't even talk about that. All of the TIFOs, TIFOs were awesome. Um, you know, if you haven't seen them, get back on Twitter, take a look. Um, you know, the, the ones at the beginning of the game. I'll send you the picture. The one, yeah, the one at the 38th minute for Joan uh, looked really great. Um, uh Dude, I got teary on the on the Joan thing, man. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I got <laughs> right at the beginning, you know, the moment for Joan. Like, uh, you could just, you know, not everybody that two two women who I was sitting beside, you know, they didn't know who she was. So, um, you know, we, um, you know, they were asking, and I got to kind of tell them who Joan was, and and that was kind of cool. Uh, but after that, I mean, the energy was pretty good, you know, and I, again, you know, we've talked about this last year, anything you can provide that's like easy to do and visual is going to make that stadium so much more fun. And these little, these little flags were it, man, like people were really digging them, you know, and I'm not like a big flag guy. You know, I'm more of a, you know, throw my scarf around and everything. But um, people were in it, you know, C-38 right from the beginning, uh, right at kickoff, got the Colorado Rapids, you know, chant going, which is one of the new things. Um, one of the things by the club that I thought was awesome, because we were kind of making fun of it when they said, you know, boo the left back. We're like, Dude, we've been doing that forever. But if you were if you were watching at home and you weren't in the stadium, the club put up uh, like a like a little segment on the other team's left back, and just showed a picture of them and then gave fake stats about them, you know. Yeah, and it was just like, good. "Thinks fourteeners are shoe size," you know, like. It, the it was for just, I-70 traffic. <laughs> yeah, like it was just it was really funny. Um, I thought it was a clever way to get people into it. The usual um, group, you know, that always boos, um, obviously did a great job. But then when they switched sides, I noticed that the side I sit on got into it as well, uh, which normally you don't see. Uh, so that was uh, kind of cool to see the fans get into that. Um, there it is. Yeah, there's the not the best picture. That's zoomed in my cell phone from from press row. Yeah, 
That's the Joan Tifo. It says Forever Burgundy has Joan. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, the only downer um, on it, the only thing I thought that didn't work well from a crowd perspective, uh, it, this is not about the band because I've been a fan of Paper Bird for a long time, uh, even though they're not around anymore. Um the when the goal was scored, uh, I specifically was paying attention to this because I wanted to know how it went. People went bananas as they always do. Everyone's jumping up and down, they're twirling their flags, you know, throwing their scarves around. And when that song came on, I noticed an immediate dip in energy and it got quieter immediately. Just play um, Sandstorm. That's the only and, song should ever be played in any yeah. stadium anywhere ever. Uh, also, like the old Rapids one too. It was dope. It's just so when there's a goal and there's energy, you play the most energetic shit you got. Yeah. You don't play Sleepy no. Bluegrass, man. I don't care that it has the word Colorado in it. That song's not it. And I and again, love that band. I hired that band before you know when they were just starting out. Uh, to play a show at CU Denver way back in the day. Um, you know, it, I'm a fan, but that I'm not a fan of it as a goal song. Nope. Uh, it just, it wasn't. Didn't work. It. Didn't work. Yeah. Didn't work. So I'm hoping they will make the change. I don't think they will because Rapids usually when they have, this is the thing for the year, they will kind of run it. Just um, get a DJ to remix it and then play that. Yeah. But it needs to be. Yeah, it's it's gotta be. It it, it can't be that sleepy. Um, also like anyway, one outside like, of that, oh, 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 the energy was oh, good. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> let's just get way. let's just get Yaya doing that on the on the microphone. Bro, give me on the um, jumbotron. I'll pixelated and I'll start dancing. <laughs> but the energy was anyway. great, man. It, it really was great. Um, it was fun. Um, yeah, I think when the weather's better, you know, because it was windy and cold-ish, uh, you know, as we move into the summer, it's going to be even better because, you know, people aren't going to be bundled up and they're just going to be getting crazier. I thought it was nice. I was ready for it to be way colder, but maybe it wasn't as windy yeah, it was, where I was, but I thought it was pretty nice. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't horrible. It got a little chilly, but it wasn't too bad. No, it was fun. Um Anything else we missed before we get into flowers there, fellas? Um, one yeah. Thing I yes. get yeah, I think I know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> uh, finishing? That is correct. That's something we haven't touched on yet. Um, how bad the finishing was all night and that they still don't shoot. Uh, dude, it was – it's not that – I don't know if it was so much not – I mean, obviously, they didn't convert, but I feel like it was more – they couldn't find the the pass that made an easy finish, right? Like, at first, it felt like they were overpassing. Like, I remember that big Rafa break where he held up play, got his shoulder around, sprinted, kicks it out to Cole probably two or three strides too late, right? And so Cole has a bad angle, so he sends it back, but no one's there. Waste of a break, right? And it just felt like they were overpassing. And then they were getting it all right especially in that second half, but where, you know, the run was too late or didn't get a touch like they wanted. Like, 
I mean, obviously you have to finish those chances that you get because they were really close. But yeah, it just didn't feel like they actually had the chances that the action was creating. If that makes sense. Yeah, and that kind of I, I know what you're saying, and that kind of goes to my same thing. I thought Ollie was great today. I loved how good Ollie played. He was awesome. Um, I thought, but it seems like whenever Ollie has a good game, Ronin kind of drops off, and when Ronin has a good game, Ollie kind of like that's from a two-game sample size, very small. I thought Ronan played pretty well, but he wasn't as dynamic as he usually is driving the ball forward. And I think it comes down to they're all occupying the same space again. And that's what I said that Ollie, Cole, and uh, Ronan all do the exact same thing. They use oh, yeah. a little bit of variance in that midfield. It's great when you're trying to counter and you can rotate those guys. But it's also really bad when they're all trying to attack at the same time and they don't know when to drop off and when not to occupy a certain area. A certain zone, and uh, at, but at the end of the day, I still thought Rafa had some good chances that he should have taken. I think he should have just shape. taken that shot on that run. I, yeah. I don't know why he laid it off to Cole, he kept it for too long. If you wanted to get it to Cole and get back into position, but um, Fat Mom has has Rapids at uh, just a 0.55 xg, which feels right. Um, Nashville at 1.5, but remember, 0.7 of that alone is from. Penalty. penalty so 0.55 to 0.8 feels about right because i mean stefan had to make way gnarlier saves right yeah. like um when called upon the big stat for me is accurate passes rapids had over 400 accurate passes tonight yeah. over like that's yeah, that's part of the problem for finishing for me this is my unpopular take on rapids finishing tonight uh especially in the second half I think that the Rapids are currently trying to force the ball into Rafa too much. I think that they are trying to get him the ball so he can score. And because of that, everything, when Vines and Bassett come down, everything gets too cute. It's too many cute passes. You can't do that versus a Nashville team that is known for locking it up. You know, mm. and, and that's what they do. They lock up hard and then they play for the transition. And so you you come down and it, it's just so many cute passes. Then you have, you know, Vines, perfect example. Uh, I was screaming my head off watching Vines come in and then instead of taking a shot on a wide open goal, again, decides Wait, to bro. force it into the middle. And that was the story of finishing not happening tonight was forcing the ball into the middle versus taking the shot. And it was so frustrating to watch. It was driving me crazy all game is that sometimes you just have to take the shot. Sure. Instead of pushing and forcing this ball in to try to do something cute with it, take the shot. You know, you get a rebound, then maybe Rafa is there. But it, it's to me that was the most irritating part of the whole game was even Rafa had that not moment. taking advantage. But even yeah. Rafa had that moment too, where he was right in front of the shot and instead of shooting it, he passed it. Cole, I am. It was going to be everybody. It's, it's, but I think. I think. Plan. No, no, like, sorry. Go stupid. ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. It's just I think it's just part of what Armas is asking them to do to force it into the middle instead of get rebounds because they're afraid of the counterattack, what you're yeah. doing, they should just be taking the shot because you don't know what's going to go through. 
I bet Armis would be way happier with goals. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I think I'm more speaking to the fact that I don't – I mean, this I, this is based on nothing but having to watch and rewatch all those games last year. How many times did the Rapids outpass the other team? Have more completed passes by a pretty comfortable margin. Like, they were in control offensively. And maybe they did get too cute at times, but – I'm more speaking to the grander scheme where they looked where like, can you clean up those, you know, the final third in the box possessions? Absolutely. That's going to come with training. That's going to come with being together for more than what six weeks they've played together. Basically Um, you like to see them not just having the ball, but sharing the ball, feeling comfortable, passing it back, resetting, bringing it back up, getting back in there. I just, I, I think that's a, a positive sign when you're looking at how does this team look now compared to last year? Yeah, just I'm looking right now at that little flow chart where it has like that kind of thing where it has like one team to attack the most has like more blue. The one that attacked the least has green. The Rapids, it's all blue, man. Like I'll bring it up here in a minute, but it's, you're right. Like they control the game. They but did. They really the, did. It doesn't matter. Like if they don't finish and take shots, unfortunately. Yeah. Like it's like, and it, I think it will come. I think compared to last year, this feels eerily the same as last year. Literally drawing at home. You didn't score either. Like it was a known goal. Um, and then a stupid way to get that draw. It's eerily similar to last year. To last year and uh, against SKC as well. Like literally, like it feels very similar. Where that like goal that went in, but they didn't count it. And the bar didn't even check it. Uh, same exact thing, and it just it's super frustrating because the Rapids also controlled that game completely and also drew that game. Now we just need a striker that can put goals in the back of the net, and that's how you get points. That's how you get fun, entertaining football that Armas and the Rapids keep preaching to us over and, and over you- again. You saw it with the passing networks, right? And and we talked about it in the post game last week, and and you broke it down in the game film where once you know a, a progressive carry or a big rotation on a set piece defensively put guys out of position, they didn't know where to go. The networks broke down. Turnovers happened. Bad things happened defensively, right? Today, those networks were there. Guys would turn and get into the next spot, and all the triangles and all the angles were right. They were crisp. They found each other. And, you know, some of those times it wasn't, right? Like you said, Ollie kind of got overlapped a little bit with with both Ronan and Cole and Georgie, right? And that's just going to take time for them to get comfortable with each other and know where to be. But you kind of have to – not you don't have to agree if you don't want to, I guess. But the way Georgie put it with, if we play like this, like we're going to win games. Like, like I believe it more when I look at the stats – than when I watched a Robin Frazier coach Rapids the last two seasons when they say, oh, like the process was good, but we lost. Bummer. I, I believe it a lot more when I see how they're playing and how it, sh- you know, how it shows up statistically. It makes it, it, I believe that more. And then honestly, as well, we have to take into account the opponent. It's coming into a very tired Nashville without Hani Mutar. They're playing a very low block. Best defense in MLS last there year. Was like nine players behind the ball. Dude. Exactly, but like that's what that's what they play. They're the best defense in MLS Ugh. last year for a reason. They're incredibly good, and the Rapids struggled against that. That's fine. We understand why. Like 
completely understandable. They were there to park the bus, see if they get a counter. And they got a few of those counters that almost uh, cost the Rapids in the first half, right? So, and then defensively, that's the other thing. When the Rapids, they were being asked to do much defensively either. But when they were, they were good. So I think it's just also we got to take into account the opponent quite a bit. It's what Nashville did a great job of putting Rapids into their tempo and making them do what they want to do. And it should be the other way. The Rapids should have controlled the tempo and go quicker. They just weren't able to do that. And I think it shows in the final scoreline. But you're right. The more they play together, they might be able to gel and be able to control more of those things. But for right now, I'm kind of withdrawing a little bit. And I know where Mitch is coming from. But the finishing is super frustrating because it just no shots were taken. If you shoot and you don't score, I get that. It still sucks, but at least you shot. It just felt like a lot of shots weren't going there. Yeah. Yeah, and those are the things, you know, those are the things you need to clean up, right? That's the growing pains of a whole new system, whole new coach, new key pieces, especially Georgie, right? Um, we'll get there. Yeah, it we'll just takes a while for sure. Yep. Yappy, man, I thought Yappy was going to get a goal there. I really did. I was so happy for him. It, oh, I want him to get it so bad. Um, I really want it to be at home, too. I want, yeah. you know. Damn. Okay, should we get into Flowers? Let's get into flowers. Let me see if I have that thing on me real quick. Keep talking. It's fine. Um, there there next flowers from the fellas. Um, I think Yaya went first last week. Dwayne, you're up first this week. Oh, we got to go with our guy, Ali Laraz. Have to. He went from playing from – Playing a game last week to when we saw him on the starting line today, I'm guessing 99% of the people went, why is Ali Laraz starting again? Uh, and yeah. then I was one of those people. Sure. <laughs> I, was I, was talking to Drew, as well. I was talking to Drew and, more about it when I got in today, and I was like, oh, is that what we're doing? And <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. I, I think 99% of the people were uh, asking that question, and uh, all of those 99% people were proven – uh, to have a real stupid question when they saw that lineup. Uh, he played great. Um, I didn't see it as much of a when Ollie plays well, Ronan plays poorly, or the opposite. I think that they're finally learning to play together. Uh, so you're not going to see one you know, spike way high and the other low when they're playing well together. And I think that they were starting to mesh pretty well. Um, but not to talk about both of them, uh, just to talk about Ollie. Uh, man, he was on the ball. He was aggressive. Uh, he was moving the ball. His tackles were good. His passes were good. Um, I just uh, – I was shocked at how wrong I was when I saw the lineup. So uh, I felt it was fun to watch him play. Like it just – there was no sense of like, oh no, like what are we gonna do? The ball's coming. It was just like, oh sweet, no, no big deal. Ollie's got it, uh, which was a complete 180 from last week. Uh, so uh, I just want to make sure that we acknowledge him because we gave him gave him some crap last week. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, he had a bad week. And yeah, he, and he, he really now. looked great this week. Yeah. So Ollie Laraz, great job, man. Flowers for Ollie for sure. Um, I want to steal Yaya's flowers that I know he's going to give, but I'm going to let him give them. Go ahead. Oh, I don't know who you think I was going to give, and it might not be this, but I'm getting to Mihailovic. 
Uh, okay, your then mana. I will steal your flowers. Yeah, then. you That's can okay. take mine. <laughs> uh, the, reason I'm, I'm, the reason I'm taking this is because I want to – I don't want you to take Jordy for me because I really just – there's a guy that the Rapids haven't had. They have a creator. This He's could so be, good, dude. This could be our Mukhtar. So like, this good. could be our Drews. Like, yes. The talent level's there. He's young. He can grow into those roles of just being one of the top talents in the MLS. And he looks like he wants to be here. He was talking about how I got to see the presser, and he was talking about how, how cool it is to play for one of the original six clubs in Colorado and uh, how much. It's so how funny. Much, like, hearing not original six, but the original. History. Yeah. Right, you're yeah. like his like it started in 1996. Like <laughs> I was like... born that year. Like <laughs> it's the year I was literally born. Um, but it's really like I just love how much he um he's been incorporated into into the club. How much he wants it. I was a little afraid he'd have that thing of coal where it's like I just need to work really hard and it will come to me, and then I'll go back to Europe. Uh, and it'll take a while for him to understand. Hey, it's not gonna work that way. It takes a while, but. Mihaljevic came right in and he went for running. I thought last time he had a pretty good game. Uh, but this game, he showed his leadership. He said earlier today he was pointing guys out, telling everybody where to be. He was super vocal. And when he had the ball, he created. He was making chances not for himself but for everybody else. And it was it's so nice to see a player like that on the Rapids. And that midfield, in my opinion, as long as he's there, you're going to have a really good midfield for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, flowers to Yaya's guy, Omir. Omir, super sub potential, maybe. Give me a starter potential, (laughs) maybe starter potential. But man, I like oh, he had such an instant impact. He was getting in the box, getting wide, running around all over the place. You know, it was a little chaotic and tough for him to come in last week because Portland had such a big lead, right? And was able to just sit back and not allow anything. Right. Um, but today you really got to see, you know, a more open game and kind of see how he can fit into the system really well. I, I have nothing but good things to say. I'm an Omir guy, dude. He was so close. He, he balled out for those 10 minutes. He had it in him. He almost got that goal. And I was about to throw my laptop and be like, I'm not doing the post game. I'm too hyped. <laughs> if he had a brace, man, this would have been just the Omir cast. Oh, dude, he was I, awesome. I, I'd be like, put him as starter, crown me the champion. I won the Mike Knight Cup. You vindicated me for choosing you on my jersey. Let's go. Um, yeah, uh, that's all I have to say about him. He was awesome. Keep it up. More flowers, doing? Yeah. So another guy I was harsh on last week uh, who really turned it on this week and that is zach stefan easy um, flowers there dude can't believe it yeah, took her long. it was i don't know maybe 15 minutes in ish when he made what i think is his first save in burgundy like it was just a massive save and it was right around the 15 minute mark it was awesome uh and that happened and it was just like oh okay Zach, Zach is on. Like we got him. He's he's dialed in. Uh, this is not last week. Um, and then he, you know, didn't have to make a ton of saves. Um, but you know, w- when things did break down a couple times, he just he looked in control. Um, 
he played very high <laughs> and was I was watching him shout out commands uh, on the set pieces. He was playing so high up that he was able to wave people into position on set pieces at the other end. Um, just playing real leadership stuff, you know, and, um, you know, in addition to the saves, he just, he really had a nice game tonight. Yeah. PK aside, but PKs are just freaking guesses anyway. Um, just really, really great game all around. Yeah. 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 Any more Um, flowers? Yeah. I I really want to give one to Sammy Valance. We talked about him earlier. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought, him specifically did a really good job of knowing when to attack, when to drop back. He, him and Cole on that left side, you could tell there's a connection. There was a little back heel from Cole, that little pullback back heel, mm-hmm. and it worked. I because Sammy it. knew I exactly where they yeah, it. <laughs> they know where they're they're at, and that connection works out so much. Um, I really want to give flowers to him. I think he completely shut down Shaq Bourne. Um, that's a guy that I was a little bit afraid of coming in. Uh, I thought he was going to be an issue for that back line because of the speed that he had. And, you know, speed was killing the Rapids last week. So I was like, eh, let's see what happens. But I think Sam Mines did a great job of controlling that whole left side and not letting anybody near it. No dangerous chances or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, he was he had three accurate long passes. He was two for two successful dribbles. Um, you know, just, he just felt so progressive, right? Like when he was on mm-hmm. the ball – the thing about this system and what I'm realizing is there's a lot of pockets um, that aren't going to be opened up by passing. They're going to be opened up by getting on the ball and driving into them and forcing defenders to come to you. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's going to open up a pass to a pass to a pass. Um, you know, progressive carries were hard to come by for the Rapids last year. Yeah, they really sure. were. Right. It was a slog. Possessions were so tough. There was no easy possessions. And, I feel like they just open up space for each other so often. And Sammy's going to be both a creator of that and a recipient of that being so close to Cole, so close to Georgie. Um, you know, he's just going to be in the right position on those. So really nice to see him bounce back after obviously an own goal last week in a tough game. Um, he was awesome. Uh, Bombi gets my, gets my last flowers of the night. Um, that dude's an animal. He's so good. I hope he never leaves. I hope he's a rapid forever. He's so dope, dude. I love I'm him. I'm telling you, man. He's on that, he's on that Austin, Austin Trusty uh, oh, bus right now. He's I know. That he's going to go. Like For sure, he's going to get sold. And I'm going to be sad. But until then, I'm going to I'm gonna enjoy every second that guy plays. You know, it's tough, obviously, like for our job to watch one player. You know, that's what yeah. I really like to do when I go watch uh, – American football, you know, I like to like, who's the dynamic guy out there. If you had a Bombi cam, you would just be blown away. The, the, the physicality, the speed, the spatial awareness. He's so good, man. I love him. Love him. For sure. Yeah. Love him. And that's the draft too. That That's what gives me hope for these three guys from the draft this year too. Um I need, to see, I need to see Kamani. Yeah. I need to see Kamani out there burning it, man. I can't wait for Nate Jones to come in, dude. Nate Jones is gonna come Ooh. in. And Nate Jones. Nate Sam <laughs> Jones is gonna come in. He's gonna. I just, dude, he has that dog, man. The things that yeah. we've heard about him, like not just from like people in the club, but for people that have been around him when he was in Rosal and everything in college, it's just that dude doesn't have any other mode but dog, and I'm so excited for that. 
Um, dang, I guess it's time for uh, someone to plug us out of here. Unless you guys got anything we missed, anything else you want to talk about? Um, um, I want to shout out the Rapids for making the game day atmosphere better. It was better. That's, it was it's, noticeable. It's not perfect. I know, guys, there's still a lot of issues. Uh, but your guys' protests did work. Uh, and yeah, just keep speaking out. You guys can make change. You guys have did this for the people that go to the game. You guys made it a better time. Thanks to your guys' protest. You guys forced the club to make changes to the personnel and how the club is operating on the pitch. So congratulations. You guys deserve flowers. And keep it up because you guys do a great job of keeping this club honest and keeping them on their toes a lot of times. Yeah, and congrats to Haya, too, on her first game. So She was great. Yeah, she did a good job. So she's so nice. Have her on the team. She's so nice. I talked to her for a few minutes. Um, she's probably going to join the show hopefully soon. Um, At some point, we'll have her on. And she listens. Sweet. So if you heard that, hi, you're joining the show. Just a heads up. Uh, <laughs> I haven't let you know yet, but you're on the just show. Just going to let you know that you're coming on the show. So uh, oh. All it, right. it was just good being back, man. Like, you know, seeing, seeing stadium staff, seeing some of the, you know, like uh, got to see. Kinsey from R2 Cons. Um, you got to see every, everybody. Everybody. It was just – it was great. Time. Loved it. Loved it, loved it. All um, right, guys. If you guys had a good time, please drop a like on this video. Please. We really appreciate just hit like. it. Just uh, hit like. It's one of our favorite things that you guys can do for us and show support. <laughs> um, also, follow us on Twitter, DMV underscore Rapids. Help us grow that Twitter account. We want to be the biggest MLS account we can be. We want to bring the best news, the best coverage to this team. Please always follow us there. Uh, give us a five-star review wherever you hear this podcast. Because remember, this is also a podcast. You guys can always uh, let us know what you guys want to hear. We always take suggestions. We appreciate you guys so much staying up late on a Saturday night to talk Rapids. It's one of our greatest joys in this world because we love this club and we love covering the team. Uh, anything else, guys? Uh, buy the new uh, Who's Your Daddy shirt if you hate the Lakers as much as I do. Um <laughs> If you like the Lakers, don't they've, buy it. They've, you know, Nuggets have won eight straight against LA, man. Nothing better, right? We ruined, you know. Remember they were gonna, they had conversations. Remember they said that they had conversations, and then beat them on opening, beat them on ring night, beat them on Kobe statue night, beat them on LeBron hitting forty k night. <laughs> so who's your daddy, Lakers? Buy the shirt. It's in the locker. It's so good. It's so good. And get the okay. uh, unforgiving. Here, you know, the lightning is coming. Oh, too. Eric's on Peter. That shirt is the fastest shirt I've bought that we have. <laughs> oh my god! The it's lightning so is coming. I mean, it's just funny anyway. The video of him saying that and running around in his goofy Jokic way, but yeah, to make Straight a shirt up. based on that with Lucifer on it. Amazing. So go to the JNVR Locker. Uh, become a diehard. If you sign up to be a diehard, you can get one of those for free right when you sign up. Um, so great way to do that. Um, like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, more important than all that, the way we always end it, baby, drop them in the chat if you're still here. Up the pits.